Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, let's go. Morning. So, morning, look at morning, this, the Walk. Parkland Walk, a post-storm as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's been rinsed. Yes. It I was can, the I've, anniversary of the, um, it was, what was it, 35 years since the uh, October storms of 87. Was it really? Day. Right. And it is, they do, you do tend to get a bit of a hoolie around this time of year. I found Certainly. myself in it, it came, so, it came so quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It also came down in like half time in the Tottenham game because we were watching it and then I nipped out for some wine. Yes. And then uh, I just found myself, I mean, trees, look, tree, trees have fallen over here, haven't they? Yeah, there's a couple of I mean, there's loads of branches. Here. I mean, that isn't a tree. No. <laughs> But that's but look there they're falling there by each side of Those the fence steps. by Those the side of the steps, steps. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I also went to the shop for uh, for booze. Oh, su- subtext Ooh. sneaking in, and I was on the way back, and I could hear in the distance, and I looked up, and the sky, right, it was inky black, right. I was, I was only went to the shop around the corner, and a message from wife said, "I need to get back indoors." It's gonna really she the door and said, "Come in, come in." Yeah, it really. It really went down, yeah. And you can see it. I, I ran up here this morning, and uh, yeah, the whole place looks kind of strewn. Yeah, sort of post post storm activity. Thank you. But um, look, look at I left a dog here. The hurricane left a oh, dog. That's, I oh thought, my god! I thought you think that was a fallen tree. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the thing alive. is, if you see a dog that's a tree, tree, generally its bark is worth its yeah. bark. <laughs> like yeah. Look, here's like an actual like tree it. up ahead. Oh, my goodness. Let's go up on the platform. Oh, yeah. That this is where happened. the, uh, on the park and walk, where the old uh, railway platforms are. The that tree has yeah. fallen across them. Kids are going to come and uh, try and walk across, across that. Or they would have done in the 70s. It's a health and safety nightmare. Darren... Darren! Bit of drama though, isn't it? That's a big old tree. Dusty Under would have worked too. That's a big old tree, isn't it? It is. I'm going to get you next to it for scale. Big tree. As you can see. (laughs) It's a big tree. 
So <laughs> yeah, I'm going over it. I'm going over it. You follow me, Paul. You can't get over it. You can't get under it. Can't, <laughs> you can't go have around to go it. through it. You can't have go around. Go. We're going on a bear hunt. Oh, I'm just getting higher and higher. I've climbed, it's, it's a fallen tree, but I've still climbed it. It's quite a long way down, that jump. Watch out. I know there's a look. There's some look there. There's a bush. There. <laughs> <laughs> there's lots going on, isn't there? You're such a good spotter. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. So we're a bit um, broken this morning, and, and it was funny because it's quite early because I've got to go today. So we got out early on a Monday morning, um, despite that really not being in our nature. No. No. I was just so impressed. I came to Clissold Park at about. 22, quarter to eight. Loads of people. Never seen so many runners. Yes. People are so good, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. I bet there's loads of people listening now going, well, yeah, I get up and go for a run before work. Yes. Well, we... We don't. We salute you. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We salute you. No, because yeah. we don't really work. The people who do that is great. I mean, we're, we, we met at 10 past eight this morning. And that's Feels, why we can't really see. Feeling, feeling pretty sharp. And yeah. it is a real old mess down there. Down the Parkland Way. It's quite, it's quite um, technical. It's really uh, challenging us in terms of uh, underfoot. Yeah. So let's go back to this day of yours yesterday. You were watching the football. You were drinking wine. Yes. And that was it, really. Right. I, didn't, I didn't drink loads, but it was the, it was what I ate while I was drinking. Nothing. I ate a back. No, I ate. <laughs> I started off well because I'm on my own. Rachel's away. Oh, I see. I had salmon. Baked potato and, and uh, sunfire. That's a lovely, beautiful, uh, stylish, yet well balanced meal. And then I had a big, <laughs> a big bag of chili heatwave crisps <laughs> and uh, an eight uh, salted caramel biscuits. Great. And it woke me up at half three in the morning, and I felt terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You felt like the inside of your mouth had been plastered with biscuit. And the inside of my stomach. In fact, I'm going to have to have a little visitation. Oh, great. Sorry. Don't knock any more trees down while no, you're up there. No. Hello. Um, and, while uh, you were yes. away there, I uh, was uh, kept company by a huge wet rat. Oh, really? That was nice. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> oh, nature. So, uh, yeah, I've had a lot of nature this morning already. <laughs> um, so, and what was your... So I got to bed at 12, and then I just woke up at half three for like an hour and a half. Suffering with the... Oh, was all that food in the evening? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just just, uh, just, just simple stomachache. I had one of those nights, because... Uh, Chilly heat wave. My wife made her um, spectacular um, vegan kedgeri yesterday nice. lunchtime. Which, nice. uh, you know, because it's quite brunchy. Oh, it's fantastic. Anyway, I... Uh, I Traditionally, I have that... With a beer. You'll notice I was sober for October. Yes. And I held that right the way to York. That's great. But uh, since then, I've well, celebrated a little bit. Well, once that's happened, that's fine. Why not? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I had a pint with my breakfast. And uh, You had a pint at breakfast? Well, it's brunch, isn't it? Right. Lunchtime, isn't it? But it was definitely some lunchtime drinking. What my Were wife... You? Um, sarcastically, or, uh, you know, raising an eyebrow, would tend to call a breakfast beer. Were you wearing Union Jack shorts at the time? And <laughs> yeah. Vindaloo, rather. Vindaloo. No, <laughs> sitting with my feet in the pudding pool, saying, you bring it here! I am... Um, <laughs> it's really rowdy around the house. 
post sub 330. What I did was I asked Liam nicely to bring me more cans. Actually, no, I just, as I finished the can, I just threw it at the house. Yeah. Pink. Yeah. Get him another one. I've had it. I've had it with you, look. But it did actually, at one point yesterday, my son was getting something in the fridge and I said, Can you bring me another beer? And he said, Certainly, Father. But you should know that I think films, you're an alcoholic. Yeah. This is what they would use to signify bad parenting. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I said, yeah, yeah. I'm aware of that. Yeah. Just get a beer, shut up, Jerry. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. You've been told. And talking to them, what I'm doing, I think I cooked a really good dinner and uh, put the bins up. So, you know, quite efficient. But yeah, yeah. Can't be sure. Can't be entirely sure. So you're just drinking all day yesterday? Yeah, yeah. I was at house. Like I was at a wedding. Wow. No, one man wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Who's getting married in them all? We're already married. You're married to me, aren't you? Aren't you? Oh, you lucky, lucky, lucky girl. (laughs) Yes, yes, darling. Come to bed now. So in the evening, you drank as well? Yeah, well. Well, I wouldn't say as well because it didn't stop. Right, okay. Just the same. Continuous. This is a kind of, you're about to go on holiday sort of vibe, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Right. It was the first night of the holiday. Because you're going on holiday after this? Yeah, just for a little mini break. And what's nice about that is, we sort of had a mini break. This is all four of us. Yeah. Because I came out of the auction marathon feeling fine. Um... We, me and my wife had a nice time up there last weekend. Yeah. So, there's been a few couple, 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 couple of mini breaks, yeah. So, uh, uh, my wife and my son went to Cardiff on Saturday to check out the university. Oh, yeah. And they were, How did you find it? Yeah, I liked it all day long. But it uh, led to quite a fun morning for me. Kind of, I was pitching it like a photo story. So, I got up really early there to get yeah. they, they were there. You know, they wanted to be there by 10 in the morning. So they were yeah. up and out at about I don't know, quarter to seven. Yeah. And uh, I got up with them, helped them out, did the pack lunches and stuff. Nice. And, then, uh, and then I thought, oh, good, I can start the day. I can do what I like. I start drinking. I did my Duolingo, you know. Right. And then uh, I thought, actually, I'm very tired. And I went back to bed. That would be just for half seven. Yeah. Went right off. Woke up, thought, oh, and I looked at the clock. It was nearly half eight. I thought, oh, I can get to Parkrun. Jumped up out of bed, put my running clothes on. Yeah. Because, of course, For that. I hadn't been drinking the night before. Right. So that was yeah, a bit yeah, more yeah. straightforward. And uh, I thought, this is great. I'm going to make it. I'm so well done, me. And then my stomach went, oh. Right. So I went to the bathroom. And that was a living nightmare. Then I cleaned the bathroom. Yeah. I still made it to Parkrun. Good for you. Hell of a morning. And, that, and how was Parkrun? Yeah, it was good. It was yeah. definitely six days after a marathon. But, yeah. But uh, within that, it was good. It was uh, sub 21. Nice, yeah. Nice to be back up at Highbury Field. Yeah. Uh, nice to be back feeling fit. I've been through it last week with my... You know, I was feeling on the Monday. My legs were like stabbing my pains and feeling really odd. Right. And then on Tuesday, they were just stiff, but that was fine. Had a massage on Wednesday. Good for you. Brilliant. Yeah. Bit of self-care. Yeah. Done any harm. Me and my wife went for a run. Lovely autumn run. We were really loving it. And then after about four miles, um, we normally run about 10K. Yeah. So we were about two-thirds of the way around. And... Uh, 
<laughs> I went, oh, something wrong with my ankle. Jeez, something wrong with my knee. Oh, yes. and we tried to run, but we just had to stop and walk home. So right. Beaten. But by the weekend, we both felt fine. That's great. Yeah. All strong. All good. I had a lot of... My running was a bit truncated over the weekend. I had so much... You were on I, the road, right? Well, I had a sort of five and a half hour, six hour drive to Swansea on so Friday. Yeah. And then I had a uh, three hour drive back. Well, I got back about three in the morning. Yeah. Just too tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just tired out. Tuckered out. So I just chilled you? out. And then Saturday night was a night off. So I went and I had an evening of raclette <laughs> at Matt and Julie's house. <laughs> Which I didn't drink that much, actually, but I ate a lot. Did you cook yourself little bits of meat? Yeah. Nice. No, it was beautiful. Me- meat and cheese. And Did you do yeah, it with the raclette at the table? You yes. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, it was beautiful, yeah. After my Bunch first tour around Holland and Belgium, I had that in, in Belgium and never seen it before. And uh, I bought one back for my mum and dad for Christmas. Yeah. In fact... I bought it and carried it around on tour for weeks, and it was basically a stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. I bought myself a, a paving old... slab. Yeah, it's heavy. I don't know where that raclette is now. Well, I, I know where it went, but I don't know where it ended up. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was a nice evening, but I was home. I was home in bed, in bed pretty early. And that was Friday night. That was Saturday night. Saturday night. Right. Yeah, and then uh, just tired. Just tired. Went for a little run yesterday. Did lots of writing. And then the booze, and then the storm, and all the politics. It's all quite tumultuous, isn't it? Yeah, it's just I mean, what's going on? So it kind of feeds into it, doesn't it? Absolutely, it does. And then it, the storm, and do you know, feels, what I mean? it absolutely feels like a pathetic fallacy, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Although equally, the nature of the politics is such that there's not much point us talking about it because by the time you oh, hear it's so this, changeable. Yeah, it'll, yeah. it'll be completely yes. different. Yeah. I wrote a joke with uh, Liz Truss in it that was. Uh, Irrelevant before I had a chance to tell it. Yeah, well, well, the Motley Wee Clock did the recording on the Wednesday, didn't they? She was, <laughs> she yeah. was gone the next morning. Yeah, so. that's right. I think that they did mention that, that, you know, one of the reasons Motley Week is ending is because news moves faster yes. than uh, old, <laughs> old-style TV making can yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, in particular with this, whatever, At this time, ongoing this crisis, government. but yeah. even with a different news cycle... Twitter and stuff, I mean, it just comes fast before you yeah. know it. Yeah. My, uh, um, my daughter said, did everyone know his trust had resigned in a politics lesson at school or maybe English, I don't know. Right. But the teacher was like, oh, gosh, yeah, everyone knows that. And I was like, I mean, I don't know, that was her telling of it. Right, so maybe yeah. the teacher was painted as something as a baddie, but this was news that had happened at half past one. Yes, yeah, yeah, Being yeah. talked about in the afternoon. So saying, yeah, I know. How come you don't know that yet? It's a bit harsh. I it think. is, yeah, it is, and it also feeds into the idea that you have to you have to keep abreast of everything, yeah, and you have to keep plugged in. And it, like my, uh, I was chatting to my over the weekend, and he's 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 in uh, therapy. He's doing some talking therapy, yeah, and he's just been feeling a lot of anxiety, yeah, which is one of those things that creeps up on you, isn't it? And then yeah, suddenly yeah, you realise yeah, yeah. you're anxious a lot, and I think Absolutely. a lot of people have that. Um, and it can be ongoing. You think that's yes. just, you often put it off. You think I'll feel better after this. I'll feel better after that. And then you realise you've been living with it for you realise you're just constantly anxious. Yeah, yeah. And his therapist said to him at the first session, just initially, 
just disengage from uh, Twitter and the new and, the, and your news feeds because he's yeah. one of those news heads. He's on podcasts yeah, and yeah, websites, yeah, etc. Yeah. And he immediately help. felt loads better. And then no, you can start to look at all the other stuff, you know. I read uh, on Twitter the other day someone was saying uh, it was a it was a classic politics conversation, you know, where someone was saying, "Imagine how terrible it would be." If these people were in power, yes, the yes. person was saying, well, I actually think that would be good. And uh, yeah, one of the things they said they'd like to see, it was a sort of a discussion of what people in the street would like to see in politics and in manifestos. And this person was probably NHS. It's about funding the NHS. Yeah. But they said, uh, I'd like people to uh, assess the mental health impact uh, governments uh, would have to ex- assess the mental health impact of their policies on society. Right, yeah, Which, yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah. I don't see that happening anytime no. soon, but I no. love that ethic. It's interesting, yeah. Because it just, there's this sense of being, you know, it's, it, you shouldn't have to avoid the news to be happy. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's a sense of being gaslit there, isn't it? Like, well, if you're not happy about the state of the world, it's your fault. So you could but make the, the world a bit better. We do have a very... Uh, aggressive news that l- that likes to promulgate fear as well, though, don't we? It's well, well, it's exciting, isn't it? It's the news, yes, it's so news is entertainment. The nature of the news is... I'd, I'd then, love to yeah. see some studies done on the, on the mental health of of Twitter and, you know, just oh, the yeah. general thing I mean, thing Twitter about. actually, and also, it seems like a long time ago now, but it did feel like in the year of... Uh, I don't know what year, 2016, 2017, Twitter just... Uh, turned on a dime and became this maybe it's just my timeline but it just suddenly became a place of rancour and anger, fear anger, and rage. anger and division before that it had been generally people just watching puddles yes yeah 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 <laughs> or sort of telling people what they were doing or oh, whatever just look at that we've just come and into it, Queenswood it's, it's amazing it's absolutely gorgeous today I did um, uh, I remember someone I said about the news being depressing and someone said oh you've got to you should change your news sources you know I get my news from different sources it's like yeah. Talking about yeah, 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 <laughs> what yeah. you need is different news. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. should read the Unicorn Daily and the It's yeah, All Alright uh, Bugle. This is gorgeous, though, isn't it? Yeah, lovely. It smells nice, too. News flash, nature heals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel sick again. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to get a bit of nature in the next few days, I'd imagine. Yeah, just a bit. Ooh, there. Yeah, history yeah. of nature! We'll do well, we drinking most of the time. Yeah, Why is that drinking again at breakfast, mummy? I'm going to have... Uh, Gears of beer. I'm hoping some of my nature will be fermented and fizzy yeah. by the glass. <laughs> is, it good, is it good running country where you're going? Uh, no, I think I'm going to take a break. Yeah, One of the reasons... Good for you. I wanted to get out of here and run with you is to keep my... Uh, I'm in a bit of a weird cycle because I'm between... I'm in the three weeks between... The York and New York marathons. Yes, of course. Yeah. So this yeah. week, in a funny kind of way, not a high mileage week, but it's the week I want to want it to be a normal running week. You know. Right. Because I took it easy last week. Good. And next week I'll be tapering. Yeah. So. Da-da-da. Of course, last week's mileage was pretty good, but that's because I. So how does that? Twenty-six point two early on. So how does that tie in with t- with? Uh, Taking a break when you're in, when you're away, then how are you? Well, that's a 48-hour holiday. Right. Okay. Right. So I come back on the right Wednesday afternoon, do my exercises, and then do 20 odd miles. Run on yeah. Thursday, and then right this Saturday, dear listener, if you're getting this before the weekend, this Saturday, October the 29th, I'm going to go to uh, Crosby Park Run. 
Oh, you know the one that's to. on the beach where uh, yes, Gormley's and other places? Yeah. So, uh, nice. come there, Northwestos. That's a great park, run. And, um, and while we're on it, uh, where else am I going to be? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to uh, be in Cardiff, first uh, Saturday of December. I'm going to do that lovely Taft Park park. Yeah. I think that's my 100, actually. Cool. And uh, 99, probably be Highbury Field, November the 26th. Right. And then uh, uh, Brighton. That'll be post, so post New York. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping to be, I should get a proper good park running before Christmas, but they're all a bit either knocked out by actual marathons or I'll be recovering from marathons. Yeah. Still going to get to that 100, so yeah, that's good. Unless my legs fall off. Which is a very real possibility. <sighs> Just padding down round the back of Queen's Woods. And the ground is absolutely covered in acorns. Yes. It's yeah. like crunchy with them like a yeah. like a it's been pebble dashed. Um so have you finished the uh, Jonglers tour? Yes, the Jonglers Legends tour has finished. We have laid down our shields. The tour itself legends, is now legend. Legends no more. Will there be a disappointing to, house of legends follow up? Back to the life of mere mortals. Yes. And so Biscuit they eating so they return. Like the rest of yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, enjoyable, really good fun. The last one was great in Swansea. Yeah. Yeah, it was all it was it was a good laugh. I enjoyed it all. Uh, I'm but seeing. I'll be glad uh, to see the back of the driving. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love not driving. I was talking to a woman who gave me a massage about how I don't drive much anymore, and uh, also don't carry my guitar and pedals on my shoulders anymore. Right. It's all good. Yeah. But my uh, my body is such a game of two halves because my bottom half is all bashed up from running. Yeah. But it all springs back into place, recovers very quickly, because it's trained up for it, you know? Yeah. And my top half, my poor posture and my clenched up shoulders, she's like, Punched down, why yeah. isn't that getting any better? Oh, love. What did she, did she's she, been like that a long time, there's not much you can do with that. Did she have any, uh, did she have any tips? Did she notice tensions? She in had the, the tip of her elbow, which she right, buried yeah. <laughs> yeah. somewhere inside my spine. Yeah. That was absolutely brilliant, actually. It was deep tissue. So yeah, it was, was... It had... Uh, I don't need physio, you know. And so it wasn't as medical as that. Right. And so it had the element of you know, self-care and, like, feeling a bit like you've had the time and been to a spa. Yeah. But she really dug in. Cool. It's that classic conversation you keep having where she'd say, is that hurting? And you go, yes, but in a good way. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Incredible week last week because uh, had the Yorkshire Marathon and then on Wednesday it was uh, shaped with laughter for Parkinson's UK. Oh yeah, how did I go? At the Comedy Store. It was fantastic. It was a big night. There was a we had more comedians than usual. Yeah, eight people on. Right. And uh, the CEO of Parkinson's UK said a few words as well. Nice. So, but everyone was there right through it and uh, Paul Sinner who was on last. Big played game. a blinder because it was yeah. at the end of the night he just came in and smashed it when you know, the middle section was Brett Goldstein Joe Brand Tim Vine nice what and, a build uh, what a build yeah. and uh, Ivor Graham was on and then people 
less familiar names still yeah excellent comics uh ed patrick sharon monjohi right and like during the show my lifetime fundraising for parkinson's uk hit £150,000. Nice. Yeah. What an evening. That's it. It was really something. What an evening. Because it was sort of your, sort of, was it a goodbye slightly to the yeah, fundraising? Yeah, I'm taking or some maybe? time. I, I probably just won't do that next year. And I'm right. going to try and maybe fundraising for some other, some other things charity. that are close to my heart. Just because, yeah. well, I've been fundraising for them for 15 years. Yeah. And uh, it's all to do with my relationship with my dad and stuff you of know. course yeah 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 I remain Galadriel and retreating to the west but I've said it before and it's hard to it's hard to step away from these things it's probably going to be uh, I think my uh, the difference between me not doing it and doing it is going to be fairly imperceptible yeah <laughs> old uh, and how and Sin is obviously going to start because he's a brilliant comic but he's also he has Parkinson's. Doesn't That's he? right. Yeah. He's really hot on it. But yeah. he was so, also, in terms of him potentially not being well, he was really on fire. Right. He really, it was that sense of, he had that match fitness of using a completely different gear because of because of what was happening in the show, you know? Yeah. He just really, it was very Biff Baff Bosch kind of set. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, he's a great comic. We also had Paul Mayhew Archer, who right. is someone with Parkinson's who does comedy about it. Yeah. He's fantastic. He's yeah. He's much older and he didn't start yeah, doing stand up, you know. Yeah. Yes. He didn't start doing stand up until he had Parkinson's. But the great trick of that for audiences is he's a, he's been working in comedy his whole life. He's a comedy writer, producer, right. did a record dibbly, stuff like this. Yeah. So People think, oh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll do the right thing and we'll watch this older guy yes. living in Parkinson's. And then and he's then, so funny. And then he's great. <laughs> he's absolutely excellent. Perfect. It was good to see the the kind of celeb Parkinson's community because uh, Jeremy Paxman and uh, David Jensen were in the audience as well. Wow, okay. <laughs> and they were, sounds fantastic. as you'd expect, David... Kid Jensen was slightly more friendly than Jeremy Max. Right. <laughs> but, you know, you've got to that's be quite re- where you're quite, at, can't you? It's quite refreshing in a way yeah. that it hasn't made him any more friendly. Yeah, I did my, <laughs> I did some comedy about University Challenge before I knew who was in. I think I'd have fumbled that quite badly. Yeah. <laughs> and how was, uh, how was Tim Vine? I haven't seen him in ages. Oh, that's great. Yeah. He did Pen Behind the Ear again. Oh, right. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that is, that's really high-octane stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's great. Come and on. yeah, he he was really good, but he was uh, he's the same, you know. Yeah, like like so many of us, I think comedians more than other people. You just you don't see you don't see someone for a couple of years, and they walk into the dressing room and think, "Here we are." Yeah, it's lovely. I mean, I haven't seen him since pre pre the dark days, but I've. Uh, I've, I've chatted to him a little bit on yeah. various medias and, you know, messaging and stuff. We talk mainly about darts. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Did you see... Big darts fan. Friday Night Live. I did not see it, no. Did you see it? Yeah, I watched it. I, I saw people talking about it online. I thought, right. this sounds good. And people seemed pleasantly surprised. And I watched it with my daughter, which was also... Which is great because you, yeah. she's 16 and woke as you like. And... Uh, it was, uh, I thought it was great. Right. I enjoyed it a lot. And I loved the way, I felt like 
whether you liked it or you didn't like it, it felt like they'd made one really good decision and right. stuck with it, right. which was that they were going to make it completely to the template of what it used to be. Yes, that's so interesting. So it's yeah. not just live. It's not just Ben Elton. It's, the content was just exactly how it would have been back then in terms right. of being high wire and political and, yes, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, but not like a, not in aspic. It wasn't like a tribute to it. Right. So that it did have Julian Clary and Joe Brand, but they were who they are now. Right. And, uh, and Harry Enfield. Nice. But also all the young comics, you know, and they were, I think the young comics are great. But again, it wasn't, you know, it, I thought loads of it worked. Yeah. But it was that one of those things where the bits didn't work. Some You're bits. Like, That's fair enough. Some bits will, some bits won't. This is the nature of the beast. Yeah. Know? Certainly remember that from when it was on in the 80s. Yeah, it sounds great. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. My family... Uh, Never again. I was going to say my family. My daughter. Yeah. Uh, but no, to some extent, the others. Um, so was, they have this thing where they start... They sort of sniff Christmas on the wind. Right. And they say, no, we're not supposed to talk about Christmas yet. But... Because yeah. our birthday's at the end of November. But they're... Um, they're right about it. See the berries on the holly. Yes, yeah, as yeah. That storm comes through. Yeah, it's Christmas is going to come. About around, sixty isn't days, it? isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So that was. Uh, what was it like seeing Ben Elton out there then? Well, I thought he was excellent, but again, right. it's that funny thing. He was very uh, obviously just really put the work in. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It was very uh, incredibly solid what he was doing, and it was incredibly him. Yeah. And he was. I mean, I think I wonder what it must be like if you didn't see it, because I thought it was just amazing to see. He was the quintessence of what I was just saying. He was yeah. exactly the same as he was in you know, the mid-80s. But it was now, and he was talking about now things. Yes. And he was, of course, 35 years older, you know. Yeah. Um, Did he do his double seat, double seat, go to get a double seat? No, but he did say thatch a couple of yes. times. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
And, uh, and there's such was saying, I'm pushing it. We were chatting about how I was saying to my daughter that he's got quite a mannered delivery. Yes, but he what has. you've got to remember is that most people used to. Yeah. yeah. The basic rhythm of stand-up has changed massively. Yes. I think even... It's much more sort of conversational now, isn't it? Exactly. And I think it's influenced by the rest of the culture, by reality TV and the idea that normal people um, just can, can just be famous people. You know, yeah, the yeah, idea yeah, of the yeah. people on Gogglebox being celebrities. It yeah. would have been weird in the 80s. It's like when you see uh, yes. early 80s pop stars. So basically, they're people finding ways to pro- to use the fact that they're terrified yeah. to be... You know, this is why they're often quite kind of jerky. Yes, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Or seem yeah. really angry or, or just stylized. stylized. yes. Wow, nice. Yeah. And uh, Synchronised. People stylized. have synchronised, stylized. And, uh, and that's, you know, so to see someone doing that is quite interesting for her. Yeah. Because you know, he's like, also, this is essentially a script. I mean, Ben, Elton, okay. ben Elton came through... When rooms were tough, you know, and yeah, so yeah. you had to be really strong and muscular delivery and get the end of those sentences. Yes, it, and conversely, you've got your double seat, and we are salted. Yeah, and and the sense of it being a sequence, doing a sequence like a song. Yes. Remember yeah. when uh, uh, Hugh Thomas down at the old uh, uh, King's Head used to do his thing about uh, riding there on a motorbike, chop chop round around about, give it a handful. That's the thing. And yeah. Lexi Sayo used to do the same routine. Yeah. Which in itself is very old fashioned. And it, yeah, it played like a song. It was like, do that. Or like yes. old comedy albums, you know. Yeah. We get this in the modern age. You know, Tim Vine is, is also a product of this. Yes. And so is Stuart Lee. Yeah. And, uh, and Joe Brand. But a lot of acts coming through, it's like concealing jokes. I just happen to be telling jokes, but you might have to find them. And, yes. And slightly more forgiving audiences as well. That's sort of yeah, except what they want. The weird thing is that an audience get cross if they see you telling a joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which always, that always seems unreasonable to me. Yes, it does. <laughs> I refer you to the title of the evening, a comedy night. This also happens online. Right. As someone who likes a good, solid joke. Yeah. And I am talking to you, some of our running commentary listeners. You don't have to go, oh, right. every time a comedian does a joke joke. Yeah, yeah. There's actually a difference between a formatted joke and a terrible joke. Yeah. So if I do a joke that seems old-fashioned to you, check again whether it actually is rubbish. Yeah. Because <laughs> it probably is. They're probably quite good ones. <laughs> so it's really just uh, fascinating. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to have a look at it. I'll, uh, I wonder whether it'll I mean, I'm, I'm, come back on a semi-regular basis or whether it will be just a one-off. Because always within those things is contained a pilot. Yes, absolutely. Know. I think that they would... It was very, uh, it pushed a lot of buttons. Yeah. And it was very, it was quite actively, uh, you know, uh, what's the word, anti-establishment. Yeah. And I think if it existed long form, then it would be a, a huge plank in the culture wars, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think Nadine Doris would have liked it. It might be a way of your daughter's generation getting into stand-up, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, some of the generation were on it. Yes, yeah, yeah. These guys are young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guy, uh, what's his name? Leo Reich. Right. He was right. very now. He's very good. Yeah, I've heard he's great. Yeah. I think that they were quite upfront about kind of going to, which is again something lots of people in comedy would roll their eyes at, including, you know, people younger than us. <laughs> yeah. That they went to the Edinburgh Festival. And just got the crew. And came back. Yes. With the top acts. But. Well, it's, a, it's a way to do it, isn't it? Yeah. Let's say they're it's just for that kind of show. Very isn't it? upfront about doing that. As yeah. Well, which is good. Yeah. 
We're up into the, the ginnel, in. yeah. the spinet, the stylized. No, I haven't got it anymore, have we? Yeah, and, we and uh, I suppose if they went on going, they'd, they'd have to reappraise up mixing the old and the new thing, because they had yes. Brandon Clary on. I doubt that. I don't know, you might be able to get from that generation every week. It could be, could be interesting. Yes. Thank you. Oh, thanks very much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm right there with you. We should have walked that bit, I think. <laughs> um, it could yeah. work. It could work that get sort of old and the new sort of. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I felt like of all comedy on TV, I felt probably less jealous than I sometimes do. Yeah. For example, I never watch Mock the Week. Yeah. Because I'm not on it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and even with it finishing, all my jokes tend to be, who books that? Yeah. When are they going to get back to me? But with this, it felt like everyone was either... I was basically in the generation between the, middle, the two yes. represented generations. Twins the two, yeah. It shows how far apart they are, really, because... Yeah, it does, yeah. You know, it's not like I'm young or we're young. No. But when I started, I used to love Ben Elton. Yeah. In his spangly suits going on every week and laying into thatch. I think the thing was great. I remembered watching him is that he wasn't cool then either. No, absolutely not. There was something, there was something very kind of teacherish, didactic, and uh, I'm never going to be a rock star about his whole yes. thing. And he's a smart guy, isn't he? He was always working hard, wasn't he? No, yeah, yeah. exactly. And in the light of he knew he was working hard, modern yeah. uh, thought, he, he's, he's not one of those people, he doesn't really need you to agree with him. He's like, I'll put this out here yeah. and let's see what we think of it, you know. He's not even... I would not describe him as naturally funny. I just think he works on his ideas a lot. Do you know what yes, I mean? He doesn't right. seem like... If he if was at a party, he'd be hilarious. No, no, no. Do you know what I mean? Hey up, mate. Good to see you. Hey up, love. You're all right. Um, um, yeah, that's right. But I think also, when I started out in comedy, that was something I noticed, is that the funniest people you know are often not the best stand-ups because they have trouble bottling it. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I'm not... I don't want to blow smoke. You know, where you've been having such a nightmare these last few hours, but... <laughs> Sorry. But um, I think that you are someone who's like naturally clownish, but can take it on stage. Yes, but yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, bottling that up in that way, is, it's difficult. There's a kind of... Uh, it can lose something in transition. Yeah. A couple of people I knew from, like, you know, who were like sort of student age friends who would just be so funny on a weekend evening sitting around the house. Yes, yeah, Just yeah. make you laugh for hours and hours on end. And then they got into stand-up same time as me. And I'd sit back and go, here we go. Here yeah. comes the good stuff. Often it's just because they're so ambitious. Yeah. What they were doing was so meta and wild and weird. You do have to, it's a bit more... You've got to meet people halfway sort of thing, haven't you? Yeah, you've got to think, yeah. what, what does this room need? Yeah. Not, what's the most amazing thing I can do yes. today? Yes, yeah, yeah. You've got to start with, yeah, the, the, the nuts and bolts of if where you are and what the purpose of the if event is. If they're not laughing, it's not comedy. <laughs> if it bends, it's funny. If it breaks, it's not funny. <laughs> it's tough, yeah. The mo- I mean, the funniest people I know aren't comics. They're just like... <laughs> Postman or just people, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, it's to do with, it's like sometimes 
I mean, well, this is kind of a running joke, really, because sometimes when you make people laugh, I mean, that's the other thing is whether you set out to make people laugh. Yeah. I remember when I started out, I was amazed at how many comedians are very serious the rest of the time. Yes. And yeah, that's yeah. totally their prerogative. But when yeah. I started out, I mean, uh, comedy was like just a little outlet for the constant. Constant. I'm trying jake, to be funny. That was my life. Constant you know? yeah. So, and of course you pitch to the room you're in. So a number of times I've done a sort of strange and obscure joke for whoever I'm with. And they say, oh, you should do that in your act. And I'm like, no. No, <laughs> <laughs> no that was just for you. Yeah. <laughs> I was very serious as a young comic. Yeah. Off stage, you know, like I yeah. see interviews of myself. It's like I'm... T- I'm so serious. <laughs> I just want to get hold of him and say, chill out, man. Yeah, is it? Relax. What, what changed that? It's kids, isn't it? It's kids. I think, well, I think just sort of, just time and perspective, you know, yeah. just sort of, life's not a battle, you know. Yeah. But when I was in my early 20s, it obviously was. Life's not was. always empty. Yeah. Life's not always empty. Life's not always <laughs> empty. <laughs> the spontaneous DC. Yeah. Somewhat ironically said. Funnily enough, Actually, this connects to something we were talking about after we stopped recording last week. I think, I mean, it took me my whole life to be able to access access my uh, serious side right. in front of other people. Okay. And I always found that quite difficult because of my comedy is a very uh, defensive thing. And uh, I didn't realise that. You know, I thought I was just having fun. Right. But I think it comes from a kind of ancient and totally subverted shyness. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Plus kind of playful defensiveness, deflection. Yeah, exactly, and, and it's yeah. such a habit. I like it and everything, and it's ridiculous to think of me as being shy because I'm such an audience seeker and a natural, for want of a less negative term, show-off. Bon vivant. But, uh, you know, I've realised I can be serious. Yeah. And also, sometimes I can even be, this might be hard to imagine, quiet. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it took, it's taken me my whole life to get there. It's taken but you were saying we seem to be moving in. I'm One of the interesting things about our journey is we're moving in different directions. I'm so probably moving in different directions. I was running. I've sort of realised as I get older that people don't really, they're not really interested in other people's thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Especially as you get older. I've reached these conclusions that I'd like to share. Boring! <laughs> I should let you know that... Would you like a... some advice? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, I think our listeners would disagree. Thank you, listeners, for being somewhere we can dump all this stuff. Yeah. And when people... It reminds you that people do say... People, I'm probably talking about the young generation then. Yeah, yeah, advice. they don't want to know what... No, of course not. And that's fair enough. They've got to find it for Because I've got to learn, learn for themselves. But yeah. I also think that we're probably getting slightly better at when people say that we've inspired them or given them useful advice. Because uh, yeah, uh, you guys do say that, and sometimes... And it's lovely. Yeah, yeah but I think when it first started happening, we were like, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you listen to us? Yeah. Careful. We know nothing. But, um... Yeah, the running-wise. It's lovely to hear. What were we saying? Why were we saying we were moving in opposite directions? I can't really... Uh, I think that Because you you're getting more intentional about trying to get a bit... You yeah. know, training and 
speeds Training a little bit, and I'm, I'm getting less. I'm my early running and the sub three was all about intentionality and yeah, getting and I'm, faster. And I'm thinking of getting a watch and things. Yeah, like you're, you're thinking. I'm to, off watch all the time now. Yeah, getting slower and fatter and eating loads of chilly heat waves. I'm loving it. And you're getting. You're getting. You're slimming and get, buying a watch and doing intervals. And <laughs> I didn't say I was buying a watch. Reps. It's a big commitment. Yeah. <laughs> watch 2024. I think. Yeah. But I think that, um, yeah, and I think there's something that runs really deep there, which we were saying is that even uh, as a kind of, you know, your sub three was very much the mature you at work. Yes. You know, in terms of everything, not just in terms of the running, but in terms of life and working on yourself and all this stuff. And yet, there's a. Uh, what a structure to it, which was born in a woohoo in a uh, uh, in my younger days in your athletics-based youth. Yeah, yeah, totally. It felt like it felt like a revisitation for me of a, of my sort of teenage self, you know. Yeah, yeah. That aggression and focus, you know. I've been thinking about that a lot. I think it's a feels like quite a healthy and logical thing to do with the old five zero. Yeah, is to catch any. Uh, Criminals in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it's uh, to look at one's teenage self. Look at this live the Friday Night Live thing. Look at my kids' yeah. age and think about who I was then. Yes. To do a kind of bit of a comparison. Yeah. See, the funny thing about running, the way that affects my running, it's very different. You, for you, that means being strict, keeping a diary, yeah. knowing, your, knowing your splits, knowing how to hammer yes. out a really fast mile when your legs are tired. Yeah, For yeah. me, it means listening to a lot of Susie and the Banshees. Yes, yeah. Basically, yeah. and Bauhaus, which is also really helping by running. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember this tree. Should we try the left-hand platform? Yeah, let's go left-hand side. Oh, all my legs. Oh, my legs. So, yeah, I was also talking to uh, the woman who did my massage about the why we speak yeah. of. And that is a slightly dangerous spot because I need to really get a bit of clarity on what I'm going to New York for. Yes. Have you got any ideas? Well, I mean, you like going. It's going to be you good. You like the course, yeah. Yeah, and it's a, you like I feel like there. I'm strong enough to run a marathon. But... I want to I want the marathon to be great. On the one hand, I don't want it's too negative to say I did it badly before, I'm gonna do it better this time. Yes. It's yeah, just yeah. too backward looking. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think this I, I, I a couple of guys online were talking about um, too, uh, what's the phrase? God. Um unfinished business. Careful you're right yeah, you know. <laughs> don't fall off the platform. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's right up. <laughs> I don't know if I can recommend UK. this technique. <laughs> you got snugged. Did it. Good luck. He's done his over. Come through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what was I saying? About uh, unfinished business. Yeah, I, I think I see why people say that, but it's just backward. It's negative and backward looking. Yeah. You've got to yeah, look yeah. forward. Yeah. You know, that stuff happened in the past. Yes, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Uh, but of course, that's exactly what, if I want to think about it that way, that's not what New York is. So we're dismissing that as a possibility. But oh, the other thing that could go wrong, but I feel it's more 
on point is that I don't think I should. I think I should try and get a good, quite a good time. Yeah. Because I think that will get me around, and I think. Yes. I'm yeah. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. So. And if you don't, if you don't set without intention, you might sort of wallow into it and get a bit lost. Yeah. And it, it, whatever happens, if I don't plan, I'll go off too fast. Yes. Yeah. So, in a way, yeah. by trying to get a good time, I've got to use the same uh, metric I used in York, i.e. A little bit slower at the beginning, a little bit faster at the end. Yeah. So that sounds solid, yeah. You how found long it's going to take, I don't know. Is it, is it... Oh, maybe we'll talk about this next week. But it, I think maybe I've got to see how recovered I am. Um, but I think that I'll be looking at doing it in a similar time. To yes, York. I think so, yeah. Somewhere. Faster than York, maybe not. Yeah, probably not faster, but betwi- yeah, somewhere between 3.30 and 3.40 probably. Yeah, that's what I should look at. Well, we'll cover this once. We've once got some PBs, haven't we? Drinking again. Let's do some PBs. Allow me to rummage PBs. in your marsupial We've pouch. Got some PBs. PBs. We've got two pages of PBs. Let's do them right now. Uh, PBs. We have Lee Harris, 50k PB of 6,030, down from 7,030. That's an hour PB. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that was in an event. I think Lee just went out and just went out, just took very, the bottom himself. Very far. Fantastic, fueled by packet of chilly heat waves. Yeah, that's how to do it. Yeah. Paul Ashton uh, came 17th in the Glasgow to Edinburgh Ultra. I don't know oh how long God. that took, but it was good. That's and it's his first Ultra. Oh my goodness, he's, doing, he's so right near the front. <laughs> Friend of the show, Helen Iveson. Royal Park's half. Two hours and three minutes, 25 seconds. Yeah, look fantastic. Well, well done, well done yes. Helen. <laughs> and uh, I love that Royal Park's half. I'd like yeah, to do that again that's sometime. great. Another friend of the show. Helen Thorne. Helen Thorne, 5K PB, 26 minutes and eight seconds. Yeah. Well done, <laughs> again, that was just her out of running, but yeah. it's the fastest 5K she's ever done. Adam Allen. Hey, dog. Adam Duggan, Yorkshire 10 miles. Channels is in a tonks when the hour looked in doubt. He's beaten 60, 60 minutes for the... Ten, yeah. no, that's a real uh, milestone for the, yeah. for the club athlete. It's a 10 milestone. 10 milestone, yeah. It's ten, uh, every mile under just under six minutes. Incredible. 59 minutes and 37 seconds. That's well done. Two, it took two minutes off his PB as well. Well done, Adam. <laughs> and again, see, you got credit for that. Isn't that something? Yeah, I did that. <laughs> Nicola Cartledge, who Nicola I was looking Cartledge. for in York, and I'm sure I missed yeah, we thought it was there. We'd go three hours and 38 and 30 seconds. Well that's done. Massive PB. Time, but that's the first marathon, isn't it? Absolutely. It's crazy. Crazy quick. Jonathan Gixigit Tucker did the Oxford <laughs> half marathon. He's Gixigit on Twitter. And very happy to get a PB at 61. PB at 61 feels good. He yeah. says one hour, 49 and 21 seconds. Well that's done, Gixigit. Fantastic <laughs> as well. Another, this is the other <laughs> town and gown. It was actually called the town and gown 10K, but that was Oxford. And this is Cambridge. Managed to. Uh, we have Andy Latham went under sub went under forty five minutes for the first time. Forty three minutes, forty four seconds. Well done, Andy. Ha 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 ha. Forty three and forty four ah, are under ah, forty five. Are you okay? Ah. <laughs> Do you need to go back in the woods? <laughs> no, I'm fine. Uh, John Lewis, York Marathon, four hours oh, and busy. Really busy. Really busy. Well done, John. Four hours and thirty five minutes. He was well saying played. that he doesn't much like marathons, doesn't like the distance. And I said, oh, it's a shame. Maybe doing ten mile next year. And he said, I got a PB. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well done, really John, well. for for having Martin it right. Winch. Yep. Abingdon. 
Mar- marathon. Half, half marathon, isn't it? Oh, marathon. No, marathon. Mar- marathon. Sorry. Inspired by, marathon. Ro- by, marathon. inspired by Rob. Never again. Yeah, inspired by, by me, got the sub 330, <laughs> but unlike me, yeah. doesn't ever, ever plan to run another ever marathon. Three hours, 28 minutes and 57 seconds. It's <laughs> very big. It's faster than... Hello. Oh, hello. Just strolled up. The dog said there seems to be some barking hello. going on. Maybe <laughs> I could join. <laughs> yes. What's your name? Oh, oh I just oh, wanted yeah. to see what your name was, mate. Just trying hello, to read, you, read your neck. What's your name? Yoffy. Yoffy, Yoffy, Yoffy. You're a good dog. Hey, Yoffy, you're a good dog. Yoffy lifts a finger. You're a good dog. And a mouse you're a is good there. dog. Though I thought she was going to attack us for the second. Talking of uh, sub three thirty marathons, come back to attack us John again. Daly, who uh, yeah, I believe it was John who gave me my vapor flies. Thank you, John. Oh, very kind. Uh, did the London marathon? I just a message the other day because he's just saying just coming to the end of the come down. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and he did it in three hours, 27. He says, I knew it was going to be overwhelming, but not quite how much. Absolutely. Always what an, an intense experience. Yeah. Well done. Ah, ah, and a brilliant, brilliant time. Uh, Stuart oh Patterson God. did uh, his first ever park run. Yes, in 24 minutes and 12 seconds. Very That's swift. Speed, well done, yeah. Stu Pot. Can we call you Stu Pot? I wish you. Stoop. <laughs> Stoop. Uh, Neil Taylor, Marine Parade, Heston Park run. Western. Western, as a Western Supermare. No, Western Supermare power run. 20 minutes and 25. Looking for sub 20. Got to move a little bit faster. Knocked off 25 seconds the there, though. So halfway there. another 25. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, and then Amy uh, Wamey. Amy Wamey. Well, that's Wamey. all we know like in terms it. of a Amy Wamey. But uh, first, a park run uh, having turned 50 was a PB. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, Pim's park run of 23.21. Well done, Amy Wamey. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Nicola Fox Sims did an, it's another Royal Parks half um, uh, PB a four awesome. minute PB of one, one hour 55. 55 minutes and 39 seconds well the Nicola Fox Sims yeah <laughs> and those are <laughs> we'll put some cold in then <laughs> running with Paul Tomkinson and Rob Deering Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, 
you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.